Hey there, and welcome to episode 103 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. Today we are going to talk about burnout, but specifically more what to do once you have burnt out. What is a good mechanism, idea, process to kind of go through so that you're feeling like your awesome chipper self, so you don't feel like a tired little slug. Maybe your fix is just coffee, and if so, go grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup, whatever the heck would make you smile, and let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I am your host, Danielle Talley. In this lovely corner of the internet, we will talk about all things movement, from strength training to mobility and yoga. We'll dabble into mindset a little bit. We will most definitely talk about nutrition and, of course, this crazy thing called life. So if any of those topics just made you smile, throw on your headphones, grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. Okay, if you tuned in next week, then I am sure you know what sponsor I am more than excited to talk about today. Uh, I am now working with NoCow, which is a protein company. Uh, They are vegan, by the way. I don't think I mentioned that last time. Uh, They have absolutely awesome protein bars. Uh, I am a big fan of multiple flavors, even though I am not the biggest chocolate fan. uh, I'm really digging some of their dipped bars. So is it my go-to? No. And the only reason why is because I am not the biggest chocolate fan. I I feel like I have to preface that like 20 times over again. Um, But if you've had any chocolate-coated protein bar before, it tastes like a candy bar. And for some people, that is what they want. And they like that. And they like that waxy kind of, in my opinion, just fake taste. The thing that I do really like about NoCow is that it seems like it's just a regular little tiny sliver of chocolate. Uh, to this morning, I actually tried, because I got like this big sample box from them, so I'm trying a lot of flavors that I would normally not buy in bulk, which is kind of fun, uh, but I tried the salted uh, chocolate, the dipped salted chocolate bar, and it honestly tasted to me as if I was having like a dark chocolate candy bar with like nice big old chunks of like sea salt on it. And I hate to even say like I'm eating a dark chocolate candy bar because it's not that rich by any means. It's just the best thing I was able to relate it to. I did really like the fact that this one was not, even though yes, it's a chocolate bar, like there's no extra flavor to it. It's not like that crazy fake chocolatey like taste. Um, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, There's tons of flavors out there. Uh, They are one of the best whenever it comes to ingredients, especially if you struggle with something like fiber. There is about 14 to 16 grams of fiber in each and every bar. And if you look at what is probably recommended to you by a doctor or by what what you read anywhere on the internet, it's probably going to say that you need something that's like 25 grams plus of fiber. And I would take a stab that majority of the U.S. is consuming less than 20 grams. So knowing that you get a bar that kills like literally over half of what is recommended for you is pretty freaking dope. 
So please, please, please go check him out. Use the code Danielle15 to save and let me know what you think. Tell me what flavors you like. There are still some that I have not tried. And if you are not already following around, following around following along on Instagram. Follow me at the Caffeinated Yogi Company. I'm doing a little day-by-day review and just letting you know what I think of the bars. All right, switching gears a little bit uh, as, no, a lot of it. <laughs> um, as we talk about this idea of burnout, and it's really funny, I, I, my original plan for this episode, which I'm actually going to do, I believe, for next week, uh, I kind of need to look at how my things plan out, but Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to record next week the idea of what I packed and what are some sample things that I ate whenever I was traveling for like 48 hours. Uh, We had to go away for a wedding that Matt was in. I traveled a little bit solo without him and I figured that'd be some good content. I kind of wrote down, you know, a, a little journal to give you guys some direct feedback, which I don't normally do a lot. I don't normally just kind of break down my meals, but I figured that this one was so it's one of those areas where people struggle with the most. And so I was, um, I felt that that would be a good learning opportunity and a good way for me to kind of share a different perspective on nutrition. However, that is actually not what we're talking about today. But my reason for even bringing it up is because that little 48 hours of travel was really important to me. And I also realized how many other people could benefit from it. Now, I do want to add, I don't think that I am currently at a state of burnout. Uh, I get asked actually a lot of times if I do burnout or uh, am I burning out or am I doing too much or how do I do it? And the first thing that I want to make sure we are all clear on is that there is no equation. There is no, like, that's actually why I kind of hate the 40-hour work week mentality um because I I think it'd be great for all of us to work less than 40 hours I think that a lot of us work more than 40 hours and I think it's silly to just put this like direct number to it which I know is hard because you get some people that are just going to be in all honesty lazy and like oh well they're paying me so I just got to do this one thing and blah blah blah. like you're gonna get those and those people unfortunately make it shitty for the rest of us But like for me right now, I for sure work more than 40 hours a week. And I'm not trying to say that as a kudos to me by any means. I'm just saying that that is the reason why people ask me questions around burnout, uh, like on little Instagram question boxes and if I'm just talking about what I do and things of that nature. Again, it's not a yay me. It's just a acknowledgement, right? Now, I don't think that I am burnt out, but there there is one area that has been a little bit of a struggle for me here and there. I'm pretty good at snapping out of it, and it's just because I really like it, so it's easy for me to snap out of it, but I teach a lot of yoga classes. I mean, if you don't know, I own a yoga studio. Uh, I do also within TCY, which is uh, my other company, The Caffeinated Yogi, what this podcast is kind of uh, born from, if you will. With my one-on-one work with movement or nutrition, things of that nature, I sometimes work with clients one-on-one from a yoga perspective, but I do also own a yoga studio, a brick and mortar. Uh, That studio also has a lot of community classes, yoga teacher trainings, things like that. So I teach yoga very often. 
Uh, we do not follow in the like, uh, we have a set sequence that we teach. So every time that I guide a class, I'm guiding something new. That does mean that I have to be creative. And I have found that for how much I am teaching, I sometimes am like kind of in a rut. It's something that I see new teachers struggle with often and especially in teacher training. I have one individual right now that's going through one of my programs and she falls into the trap of like, well, I just said this, so I shouldn't say it again. Wrong. <laughs> say it over and over and over. Like pretend that the person is just not, like it, if, if there was nobody in front of you, pretend that this imaginary person is not really getting the cues. Or you set a cue and by the time that you go back to the pose again in a minute or five minutes, they forgot and they're doing something wrong again. People need those reminders with yoga. Uh, really with any form of movement. That's why you have a coach or a trainer or a teacher or whatever you want to call them. And I can say that for me, from the creative aspect, thinking of like, oh, I'm going to go from Skandasana to Half Moon to Revolve Triangle to Warrior Two to a Seated Revolve Twist, like, you know, just really funky transitions. Every once in a while I get a little stuck. And it, like not stuck while teaching, but stuck from the mindset of like, what am I going to do? I feel like I've done it all or I don't feel like I'm being creative or different or whatever you want to call it. I have found myself in recent times getting stuck in that quote unquote trap, if you will. And I do bounce out of that r- real quickly and I'm, I'm very happy and glad for that. And I think it's just because I like doing that. Like I, I love creative sequencing is what it's called in yoga. And a lot of times for me, I just roll out my own mat and I do my own thing and I let my body move. And as soon as I do something that's like cool and different, I'm like, okay, pause, Danielle. How would you guide a class? <laughs> How would you articulate this really weird looking thing? And then I try it out. Anyways, the idea of burnout though is common in the United States. And I think the thing that we do so regularly, and myself included, by the way, and this is, again, the reason why I was telling you I just went on this trip and I was going to talk about nutrition and instead I'm talking about this, is because I I realized it myself. Uh, We, rather if you are even facing burnout or not, we get stuck with this, oh man, I'm kind of, I hate to even use the word tired. I worked a lot this week. Maybe you're not even physically tired. Just the idea of I worked a lot this week. I, I, I gave a lot of energy. I'm not even going to say burnt out. I'm just going to say we had one week where you're like, whew, I'm a little tired. And we then automatically view it as a we need to plug our bodies in just like how we would plug a phone in. We need to completely like turn the phone off or let the let the phone attach to the charger. Maybe not even turn it off, but let it attach to the charger. So we view that as I need to attach myself to the couch. I need to attach myself to the bed. Even if we are not sleeping, we view it as I need to be plugged in and not physically plugged into work or plugged into family, but I need to be plugged into relaxation. Now, please, please, please note, if I see any of you tag me or comment or message me and say, "Uh, you said that I shouldn't be resting, you are not then listening to the episode. (laughs) You are wrong. (laughs) That is not what I am saying at all. What I am saying is that that is what we just jump to. And don't get me wrong. I 
if anything, whenever we came back from our trip, I was just so tired because it was for a wedding and we we drank more than what we normally do. We were up way later than what we normally were. I was so tired. And Saturday was our first full day back in Virginia. I woke up. I knew I had to teach two classes and I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I have like almost the entire day because I had to teach early. I have almost the entire day to just lay down and do nothing. I'm going to unpack my suitcase and take a nap and cuddle on the couch and watch a movie. And I was just ready. And then we got a text from Matt's parents saying that they were coming into town. And I was like, oh my God, I just, I just want to do nothing. I don't want to talk. I just want to like chill, right? So we all have that. We need that. You need rest. So please note that's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that we just need to, and I'm actually taking part of this from my trip physically And part of it from something that I listened to in a Joe Rogan podcast, we just kind of need to look up. Sometimes that's going to be the physical, like look up and look in the stars. And other times I just mean more of the change your surroundings and let your body be completely like, just completely absorb everything that's around you. So this morning, this is a post trip, right? Uh, I meet with one of my nutrition clients in person weekly. We have a weekly talk. We kind of review things. We take a lot more mindset, if you will, to nutrition. And she's a really hardworking person. She owns a business in locally in this area. She is also still uh, has like her marketing or advertising like job in corporate America. Busy, busy, busy girl. And we sometimes, you know, just joke or relate to just busyness of small business ownership or craziness, I should say, of small business ownership. So we can relate, you know, we're, we're friends in that regard. And she was just kind of telling me some struggles that she had. And I like to use a lot of like mini goals. Should we, so we had a mini goal for her lunches this week. And we talked about, you know, what's a good brainstorm. It's a good uh, plan of attack, if you will. And she was like, well, to throw in a wrench, uh, I am, I booked kind of this last minute trip. I'm going to Jamaica. I leave on Monday. And I was like, oh, okay. And she starts talking a little bit more and more. And I just looked at her and I, I mean, you can part, maybe this is part yoga teacher me, but I could see the tension building in her body. I, I can just see her holding back. And you might be like holding back, holding back what? And I'm going to get to that here in one hot second. I looked at her and I, I'm, I'm going to pretend that her name is Suzy Q. And I'm going to say, hey, Suzy, Suzy Q, are you and your significant other okay? Like, are you okay? Not work. Are you? Are you okay? And I promise you, you guys, it was like she opened up the doors and waterworks came. And I'm not trying to pick on this by any means. I'm just saying that. It's natural that we have this buildup, right? And build up with stress. Uh, and build up with stress from work, from work number one to work number two for her job one and two, and then that kind of spirals into life. And I'm now, you know, it's my first time maybe living with my significant other, and that's putting a toll on me. And you know, just a bunch of different things. And she's really young, and I said, "Dude, you're doing like you're doing the right thing. Take time, go away, go see the world." And I told her, I was like, number one, you are burnt out. And I I personally, I felt okay saying it because she said it. I hate if people say it to me. Um, Like people never actually say I'm burnt out. People just say you're doing too much. And that phrase drives me crazy. Like <laughs> my too much and your too much are two different things. You have no idea what I do behind closed doors. 
So that phrase drives me crazy. People see what I do on social media. People see the schedule at the yoga studio. They don't see what I do behind closed doors. So don't tell me how to run my life. Like it drives me insane. But she openly said, I am burnt out. And then she continued on and, you know, more and more information started to, to spill open. I got to see more parts of the story, if you will. And I was like, Susie Q, you're burnt out. And I think that one of the best ways to come out of the burn is to see the world in a new light. And it's really, really, really hard to see the world in a new light if you are just walking into job number one with like, okay, I'm going to have a positive attitude. Let me throw a smile on my face. Let me grab a different cup of coffee. And then you go into job number two and you do the same thing. It's hard. That's so hard. We're creatures of habit. You're naturally going to fall into your normal process. And that normal process is, is in some sort of fashion weighing hard on you. We need to look at our world, your individual world, with a new light, like a new set of glasses. And sometimes that is going to be that we just literally go see a different part of the world. Now, please note, I'm not saying that you should just hit pause and run away to Jamaica like she is doing. If you have the resources, the time, whatever, then fuck yeah, dude, go do it. But if you're like me, I, I can't I can't just go do that tomorrow. Like, I can't. Maybe in like two months, but like right now, it's just like, nope, nope, I nope, not right now. <laughs> uh, and I think that one of the reasons why we don't go see the world is because we view it as something that is so hard to do. And this I am a big culprit of. So we were away in Tennessee for a wedding. I was there for literally about two days. And I realized that as I was there, now, can I always take two days to just go to a different city to, to travel eight hours away and just explore? No, I, I could do that probably more often than what I think I could. But like, uh, guys, I mean, I own, I own businesses. I'm a, I'm a, and the new businesses, by the way, like they're both, you know, little babies, less than five years old kind of feel. Uh, I, I'm not making billions of dollars over here. So no, my, my bank account would eventually be like, um, you might want to stop traveling, ma'am. Uh, so no, I'm not saying that it should always be this big glamorous thing. But even picking on me here, living in Norfolk, Virginia, one thing that I realized was, man, yes, I go for my daily walk and I, I try to go somewhat often without maybe my phone. Um, but a lot of times I go and I just, I walk around the same neighborhood. And I actually really like my neighborhood, so a lot of times it is peaceful. But, I, I mean, there are so many times when I could stop laying on the couch and watching a TV show at night, and I could just go sit in my backyard and stare at the stars. Or whenever I go for my mile walk, I could drive 15 minutes away and get a brand new perspective. Look at a totally different neighborhood. It could be that I drive maybe 30 minutes and go to something like a big park that is well known in this area, like First Landing and Virginia Beach. You know, since I've lived in the state, I've lived in the state for five years and I've been to First Landing one time. And I know that no matter where you are located in the world, there are things that you would look at and say, mm, well, I mean, I've only really done that once. 
and somebody be like what like a, if they've let's say traveled to the area it's like one of their favorite things to do they, they find so much beauty in it and they specifically maybe even travel to go do the said thing and because it's right there in your backyard you view it as something that's just like well yeah and that that is a lot of times guys the cause to our burnout we have so many resources. Even if you are living in a center block jungle like New York City, if you are living in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee, if you're living in a, you know, kind of small city like Norfolk, Virginia, there are so many things that are within, I'll even say an hour from you. And I'm going to bet a ton of money and I am not a betting girl and I also do not have a ton of money. <laughs> Uh, but I am going to bet a ton of money that there is something within an hour from your home or your job that you are able to drive to just to experience, just to look up. And I'm not saying that this has to go be like, oh, well, I, I drove to, for me, living in Norfolk, I drove to Richmond to go see a show. I mean, if that is going to bring you some joy and give you a new perspective and and help you to just light a different flame rather than burning out the one that is exhausting you then cool go do it but maybe it's just that you you drive to a different little lake you go to an to you go on a hike you go sit outside and stare at the goddamn stars like I know that this sounds so just easy peasy but man is it so crazy that if you were to like I please pause and go google like how to cure a burnout. And literally 90 plus percent of the content that you're going to find on Google is going to tell you that you need to sleep, you need to lay on the couch, you need to have a personal day where you don't do anything. Maybe that is what you need and if so, that is cool. But man, I'm going to bet money that, I mean, how many times are you watching something like TV with your family and you are, instead of actually watching the movie or the show, you are scrolling on your phone and you're not giving your attention to your family or to the show at hand. And I'm also going to take a stab that whatever you are looking at on probably social media or if you're Googling something on your phone, you're going to come across maybe a coworker maybe something that is related to work, your mind's going to go back to the thing that is causing you the burnout. Hell, maybe social media is even the thing that's causing the burnout and then you're just, you know, still staring at the thing. Or how often do you, I mean, pick on me. I go for a mile every single day. I am past 630 days of a mile a day. Yet I can tell you that I would bet five. Five at most of those days have I just paused or I mean I sometimes like to you know kind of keep moving so in the beginning or end is what I should say I just stopped to like look at mother nature to look at my surroundings how many times have you maybe gone to the mall or I mean I know malls are no longer a thing you go to a restaurant you are you know you're in that kind of public setting and you either are, again, playing around on your phone or there's a TV nearby and you start watching that or you're just completely distracted by one specific thing. I, I, don't, I can't really think of anything else right now. But you are not even like people watching. 
or having a good conversation with the person next to you. Like we, even though we do something like travel, we don't actually, or uh, sorry, not travel. Even though we do something that is like, oh yeah, I'm going to go out to dinner. We don't actually like fully let ourselves disconnect. We live in this hyper connected world and it then makes us feel like we have to be tuned in 24-7 and that, my friends, that is the cause of so much burnout. I do not care if you are a doctor, an artist, a yoga teacher, an accountant, it doesn't matter what realm you are in. If you are feeling burnout from work or if you are feeling burnt out from a specific activity or a person or whatever it is, the likeliness is, is that you're just not changing your perspective. You're just not changing your perspective. You're not changing your surroundings. I would love to say that it can be something like go to Jamaica. But man, you know what's also crazy is how many people, so I, I traveled to Tennessee by myself. And I love solo travel, by the way. Like, even though I'm going to sound so, uh, um, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, so like ooey gooey. So I don't know why the only term that comes to my mind, but, um, I, I realized this past weekend, I, I feel like I just, I fell in love with my husband in a totally different fashion being away with him. And I, I'm so grateful for it, but no matter how much I do love him, I, I do also love solo travel. And one of the things that I love about it is that process of disconnection, just being completely quiet and watching the world happen around you. It was crazy how calm I felt, even though I was not in a calm situation. I was, uh, I had not one but two flights delayed. Luckily, I still got to my destination and I got there, you know, the same day, uh, all, all those things. So that was a yay. But a lot of things that most people would uh, feel like stress and anxiety around. And I was so, so, so calm just because I was, I was changing my, not only my point of view, I wasn't in, you know, attached to the phone and scrolling through Instagram. I wasn't working on my phone. I just said, nope, this this can wait. I wasn't, uh, um, not saying that it's a bad thing for me to have the, an in-depth conversation with my husband, but I didn't take that route either. I was just being aware of my surroundings. And if anything, my creative juices were just going and going and going. Whenever we were out for a mile stroll in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee, no cell phone service, no anything. Uh, I think we actually did like 1.25 miles. It was nothing big by any means. Uh, and man, was I, my mind was just new perspectives, new mindset, new, 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 new. And I do think that one of the reasons why we become so comfortable with something like not seeing new things is because we are creatures of habit. So that is going to feel like more of that comfy realm. But I, I, again, I would bet money, guys, if you are feeling burnt out from anything, work, a loved one, whatever it may be, try to see something new. Try to see something new. If it is a super awesome vacation, cool. Man, I think one of the best things I did whenever we were in Aruba was I did not turn my phone on. I mean, I used it for pictures, but even then, barely. We used my husband's phone a lot more. I think I checked my email one, maybe two times in 10 days. And I was literally just like, all right, I don't really want to check, but like, did my yoga studio burn down? <laughs> I, I, I just want to know. And I just let everything else go to the side. We live once. 
and you should not have something like work, a relationship, whatever it may be, you should not have that weigh so heavy on you that you then have blinders. Even if it is for 20 minutes, maybe it's for two hours, maybe it's two days, it doesn't matter, but change your perspective. Change your perspective. Go see something new. It doesn't have to be Jamaica. It can be something that is right down the road. But take time to put the phone down, to be fully present. And uh, continue to challenge yourself to find how to be fully present in different areas, different times of day, of your life, of whatever. I can tell you for me, a new goal that I now have is to practice the no screen time after a certain time of day. Or even more so to just completely for me have blocks of time when I'm like, nope, I'm not, I'm not uh, looking at social media. I'm not sharing the post. I'm not checking in on this. I'm just completely detached from anything that would be work. Do I think I have reached a form of burnout? No. But do I want to continue to show up in the best version that I can? Yes. And I think that that is one way that I can do that. I know that Maybe, you know what? No, I'm going to change my perspective, guys. I'm not going to say that I I know I normally end up rambling. Nope. I know I normally end up giving you great content. I know I end up giving you shit that makes you smile. So if you did smile, number one, thank you for sharing that experience with me. And number two, please, please, please go give the show a review on something like Spotify or Apple. If you really enjoyed this episode, maybe take a screenshot and share it on social media. That is just a way for more humans to hear about the show. And that is kind of why I'm here. I'm here to just connect to more of you. To maybe encourage you to then listen to the show and then go wander off and do something else. Don't go listen to the next episode. The next episode is going to be there for forever. It will be there for you. Instead, take maybe 20 minutes to go and change your perspective. See something new. Thank you so much for trusting me and for tuning in. Until next Tuesday, my lovelies, namaste and sleepy thing. <laughs>